Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. This is episode 249, and we are winding up our study of the teaching of Hippolytus on the end times, and today is really a summary of his teaching on the end times. You don't hear a lot about Hippolytus in many Catholic circles, and I think there's a couple of reasons. I think the big reason is that a lot of people hold a position differently than Hippolytus, and maybe some of the things he talks about, sophisticated people, you know, don't talk about like things about like the Antichrist or something like that. The other reason he is kind of blown off is that he was a schismatic bishop. He was a bishop in Rome or near Rome. He was writing about 204 AD. He reconciled with the Pope, the true bishop of Rome. In fact, they were martyred together. Hippolytus, even though at a point in his life he was the first schismatic bishop in the history of the church, he died a saint, and his saint uh, sainthood is celebrated on August 13th, his feast day. He's regarded as a martyr theologian. He also is the author of the first complete commentary on any book of the Bible in the Catholic Church, and he wrote a special treatise on the Antichrist, and he's a feast by the way, in both the Catholic and Orthodox churches. And if you go to Wikipedia and scroll down a little bit on the right, you'll see that a statue was found in 1551 in Rome. And in the back of the statue, they found a whole list of the writings that I've been sharing with you in this series. Whether or not that's the actual picture of him, it's kind of debated, but there you go. All right, I'm going to give you a a summary of some of the things, particularly some of the tough things that St. Hippolytus spoke about. And in his commentary on Daniel, as well as in his Antichrist treatise, he mentioned that there would be four world empires. And if you were with us when we went through the book of Daniel, those four world empires mentioned, uh, well, described in Daniel under certain images, Hippolytus, writing in 204, says the first is Babylon, the second, the Persians, the third, the Greeks, and the fourth, the Romans, okay? Then he says in this statue, basically like the head of the statue was in gold, that was Babylon, you move down further, chest part of the body, it moves from gold to silver, that was the Persians. And then finally, the Romans were iron, strong, tough, powerful, brutal. But then the statue had 10 toes, and the toes were part iron, like the Roman Empire, but also part clay. And when you mix clay with iron, it's not as strong as it would be if you had just iron. And Hippolytus makes a rather bold declaration that these 10 toes— would become 10 democracies. And that was a rather startling prediction in that this was in the midst of the strength 
of the Roman Empire, and he says basically it's going to go away and something else will come up in its place, these ten democracies, and from these ten democracies, the Antichrist will spring up. Now, here is something important. I've mentioned this in so many ways, but one of the things that's so critical when you hear me or anybody else teach on biblical prophecy is you want to get a hold of that person's overall outlook of biblical prophecy, because their outlook is going to determine how they interpret. And there's ways on the various outlooks to take a passage of Scripture, and it seems to make sense. I'll just be honest, what kind of motivates me is it bothers me a bit that people are given this and not told that this represents an outlook, and it might be an outlook foreign to Hippolytus, foreign to the early church fathers, foreign to the catechism of the Catholic Church, foreign to the teaching of Benedict XVI, foreign to the teaching of St. John Paul II, but nonetheless, they're making sense of it for you. Okay, so here's what Hippolytus brings forward early 204, important date. He's speaking in Daniel, and most scholars, scripture scholars today, would say Daniel was talking about Antiochus Epiphanes. Antiochus Epiphanes was that quasi-Syrian totalitarian ruler that the whole Maccabean revolt arose over. This is before the times of Christ. And the question is this. This is your entire outlook, and it's three options. Is the things in Daniel, and you can couple this with the teachings of Jesus, because Daniel talks about an abomination of desolation, and Jesus talks about an abomination of desolation. So is Daniel and Jesus's teaching regarding the past, and most people you'll hear over Catholic radio will say that, or is it the future only, past only or future only? And the future only, you would hear a lot on some evangelical radio stations. Not all evangelicals believe that, but the well-known rapture-only kind of teaching groups will be future only. So you have past, option one, future only, option two, or three, both. And Hippolytus was clearly both. He says, Daniel speaks, therefore, of two abominations, the one of destruction, which Antiochus Epiphany set up in its appointed time, and the other universal when Antichrist shall come in the future, future of 204. For as Daniel says, he too shall be set up for destruction of many. And that quote, in fact, all the quotes I'm giving you are from the set of the church fathers, the Anti-Nicene Fathers, A-N-T-E-N-I-C-E-N-E, Fathers, 
Volume 5. And the reason I mention this, this is available free online through a number of searches. Just do a Google search. And we're talking about Volume 5, and the quote that I just gave you is on page 191 of Volume 5. This is very important, okay, because that's your overall outlook. And if you take past only, which is called the preterist or the futurist, and you isolate those from each other, or you can go with Apolitus, and this is my perspective as well, then you have both. Okay. Then Apolitus mentions that the present period of this world, because we're going to have a new heavens and a new earth, but at the end of this scope of human history, there will be a seven-year period of tribulation, and in the middle of the seven-year period, the Antichrist will take authority and will end the mass in every place. It will be over. And I must say, and this is Hippolytus' teaching, I personally think there could be an awful lot of truth to this. Why? Well, I think it'd be really smart. What's the best way to destroy the main channel of grace to the world? It's the mass. And cancel the mass, forbid the mass, be great strategy if you're the Antichrist. We don't want to do that. And then we saw in Apolitus that the Antichrist would rebuild the Jerusalem temple. It was destroyed in 70 AD. So he's saying future of 70 AD, excuse me, future of 204, there would be a rebuilding of the temple. And once the temple is made, the Antichrist will there proclaim himself king and also receive worship as God. And so the ultimate wolf in sheep's clothing, he will come in religious garb. He will have a mouth that will convince those who are not guided by truth, rather by appearances and whatever else. And this will initiate the most difficult times in the history of mankind. And the final three years of the Antichrist will be indescribably terrible. And in my experience, as limited as that is, many Christians, both Protestant and Catholic, don't want to hear a whole lot about the intense sufferings of the end times. Uh, Protestants have their way of, they're not going to be here, they'll be gone, Catholics have various uh, theories and golden ages. Uh, I remember going to the website of a otherwise great Catholic apostolate, and it was Advent readings, and the readings were a little to shake you up. That's a good thing. Don't let them put you to sleep during Advent. It's time to wake up. But uh, we were told there's really nothing to hear to be concerned about. Don't let it shake you up. No, they are to shake you up, to get you back to reality. Uh, here's what Hippolytus says. This is based on uh, Daniel chapter 12, page 190 in that volume I mentioned. There shall be a time of trouble. For at that time there shall be a great trouble such as not been since the foundation of the world. There will be messengers sent through every city and country to destroy the faithful. The saints shall travel from west to east and shall be driven in persecution from east to south. 
while others shall conceal themselves in mountains and caves. And the abomination shall war against them everywhere, and shall cut them off by sea and by land by his decree. And he shall endeavor by every means available to destroy them out of the world. He wants to put out the light of Christ. And they shall not be able to sell their own property, nor buy from strangers, unless one keeps and carries with him the name of the beast or bears its mark on his forehead. For then they shall all be driven out from every place and dragged from their own homes and hauled into prison and punished with all manner of punishment and cast out from the whole world. This is from page 216. And he, that's the Antichrist, being puffed up with pride, will begin to dispatch missives against the saints, commanding them to be cut off everywhere on the ground of their refusal to reverence and worship him as God. You see that adherence to Christ, that allegiance to Christ, confessing him as Lord, and we went through this as we looked at both the Gospels and the book of Revelation, Christ's kingship in our allegiance to him, putting God first, not allowing any human being to come in between there, that's the critical thing. And he can't stand even the minority that confess Christ as Lord. So things aren't going to be rosy in both church and state. It says those who profess to be Christians, there's going to be all kinds of false prophets, false apostles, mischief makers. The shepherds will be like wolves. The priest will embrace falsehood. The monks will lust after the things of the world. And the justices, justice will be removed from the world. We're not to be surprised by this. And those days will be shortened by the grace of God to three and a half years. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 249 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.